Welcome to The Design Diaries, a podcast for creatives, freelancers, and business owners looking for candid conversations and real advice. I'm Melissa, self-taught designer turned freelancer and now studio owner, here to share my experiences and help you reach your goals. Hello, hello, and welcome back to The Design Diaries. I am back from having the flu or bronchitis or whatever it is that had me literally out for 10 days. Um, I'm over it now. There's still a little bit raspiness in my voice, but I feel like it gives me a little bit of pizzazz for this episode, so I'm going to leave it in. I am really excited to do this episode because it's something that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time on the podcast. I have shared some tips in workshops and on my Instagram before, but I think that it's time that we bring it to the Design Diaries. So today I'm talking about TikTok for creatives. I think this is a very particularly niche but specific but also necessary topic of discussion just because TikTok is going to be sticking around for a long time. I don't think it's one of those things that's going to die out or fizzle out like Vine. It's just way too omnipresent in business, in society, and culture now. So I think that any business that's really looking to grow their following, to grow more of a presence, to diversify their marketing channels really needs to get to TikTok. And if you're already on TikTok, hopefully these tips will help you at least, um, if not a little, um, with your engagement, with your reach, and your overall approach to going TikTok. Luckily, I launched on TikTok maybe over a year and a half ago, and I was lucky enough to not... I'm not going to say blow up, but I was able to amass a decent following. I have almost 30,000 followers on there. I've been able to... Um, generate a lot of different um, income streams just from my TikTok by doing like brand deals, but also um, getting a lot of clients from there, also plugging some of my workshops, my course, and my um, passive income products on TikTok. And so I really, really think that TikTok is one of the best things that I've done for my business, and it's not just for Gen Z. So I have five major tips that I want to share with you. I'm going to keep this episode a little bit shorter just because I don't think everything really needs a ton of explanation. So without further ado, my first tip is this, and it might be a controversial one. I think for TikTok, the key is quantity over quality. This doesn't mean that quality should suffer, but I will say um, comparative to Instagram, which is something I'll be doing a lot in this episode is comparing Instagram. Um, On Instagram, typically, you don't want to inundate your followers on their timelines, so you are posting quality content, you know, you're probably spacing it out every couple of days, um, every other day probably maximum, and you're trying to create content that is, like, savable, shareable, you're trying to increase likes, comments, you're trying to do content that sticks with your niche, that is relevant to what you're following, has shown you that they like. However with TikTok, it's really different. Um, It's really, really different because followers don't really matter as much um, because most people scroll on their For You page first. You really have to be able to hook anyone. And so the way that you're going to be able to reach more people is if you're just creating more and if you're just kind of throwing things at the wall and seeing what sticks. What's great about TikTok is that there's not really a huge standard when it comes to um, like timing or or there's not any like shame I guess I would say to posting every day just because people typically won't see all of those videos that you're posting on their timeline or on their for you page just because of the nature of the algorithm. So um, I think that 
as far as TikTok goes, I tend to put quantity over quality first. Um, whenever I was really consistent with TikTok, it's taken a back burner now because I've, you know, just not really been feeling beyond camera lately. But when I was really in like the peak era of like my TikTok consistency, that was when I was gaining like 2,000 followers in a week. Um, it was a time when I was really just filming something every day, sometimes batch filming like six things in a day and just posting them all. Um, and then one of them would blow up and then, you know, bring me that reach. So quantity is huge. Quality, of course, needs to be high. You know, um, I always recommend a really nice solid filming space with like natural lighting or really good studio lighting with a neutral background or a really nice complimentary background. And then also, um, you know, good framing. You don't want to be too zoomed in. You also don't want to be, you know, in that weird like Facebook mom pose where you know your forehead's really big um etc no offense to Facebook moms love y'all but um so quality is important but the more that you can create and the more consistently you can do that the better your results are going to be just because it's a sheer numbers game with TikTok so the second tip that I have is that entertainment value is everything you really need to be questioning your videos on like is this even entertaining like and what type of entertainment am I trying to provide I did talk about this in my Instagram marketing 101 episode um, about value like what value are you providing to your um, watchers your listeners and if you can't decipher what type of value that your piece of content is adding to somebody then it probably means that it's useless and <laughs> you probably shouldn't post it um, not to be harsh but um, when it comes to TikTok, entertainment value is probably the higher end of the spectrum on like priority. Um, and also, when it comes to creatives, typically if it's not entertainment value, then it should be some sort of educational value. So typically, all of my videos on TikTok fall under those two things. So example entertainment value is I'll use a voiceover or a trend and I'll try and do something funny that is very niche to creatives that helps people relate to me um, and it's entertaining and that's that, that value there or I will post a tutorial or I'll post some sort of hack or tip on um, TikTok and that will be educational value anything in between like for example posting my my work doesn't really do quite as well on TikTok versus on Instagram um, and so what I'll do to add entertainment value to that, just because, you know, just posting work doesn't really do anything, is I'll post like a time lapse of me creating that piece of work or designing in real time. And there's your entertainment value. And it also allows me to show my work, to show my design skills and potentially get new clients. But I'm adding in that value there rather than just giving something that's just pretty or aesthetic um, like you might do on Instagram. So the hook is super important and you need to make sure that you're either entertaining or education educating um from the get-go and that somebody who's scrolling maybe every like two seconds um or every one second is going to stop and watch your video because that value is being communicated so kind of following off of that the hook is so important i think that the hook is probably the most difficult thing to um to communicate or to get the hang of i would say so your hook can come in different forms it can either be from like outright saying something from the beginning of your video like for example um 10 tips for booking clients you know and that's an example of a really good hook or it could be something along the lines of um just jumping right into the video like jumping right into the design video and just showing what the video is about um, it can also be in the form of like a caption or a text or a title card at the beginning. Um, whatever hook that your form takes, just make sure you're communicating 
what the value of sticking around for the video is. Um, the biggest mistake I would say is like trusting that the audience is going to watch. You really need to tell people why they should stop scrolling, and whether it's explicitly or implicitly through um, titles, speech, voice, anything like that. Okay, the next thing is timing. So I think timing is super important um, with regards to trends. I think that the biggest, not mistake I would say, but um, a huge difference between Instagram strategy versus TikTok strategy is that with Instagram, it's everything's kind of evergreen, right? You can kind of post whatever type of content that you want and it's always going to perform really independently, I would say. I mean, there are obviously trends that happen on Instagram, but they they happen much slower. And I would say they're not as omnipresent and they're not as like ubiquitous as they are on, on TikTok. TikTok is literally built by trends. And so with Instagram, you can decide that oh, I'm going to do a reel three weeks from now and I'm going to be posting carousels, I'm going to be posting XYZ things, and those things are still going to perform. With TikTok, if there's a trending sound going on, right now and you decide to post it three weeks from now it's not going to perform well because the moment is over so with tiktok i really don't plan a lot of my content in advance and i know that that's you know maybe a contentious thing to say with people who are like more savvy with tiktok but i really think as a creative it's really difficult for me to plan content ahead of time like i do with instagram with instagram i typically plan content out maybe almost like a month in advance or at least a week in advance because i have to design my grid i have to design the post i have to make sure it's spaced out appropriately for my other posts etc etc but with my tiktok i kind of just scroll um, you know, for an hour a day. Whenever I come across a sound that works, I save it um, to a folder. Whenever I see a video that I like that it works as inspo, I save it to a folder um, on TikTok, which you can do in your favorites tab. Um, and then whenever I'm ready to film on a day during the week, then I go through that folder of ones that I favorited and I just batch film um, things that are relevant to the moment. And that's really how almost all of my TikTok content is made it's typically made ad hoc like within 48 hours of discovering the sound or seeing the trend um i think that you can have some like mayday reserve ideas that kind of work whenever for example like if you have a tip video or you have like a design timeless video that's something that can really happen anytime but realistically a lot of the videos that you're going to be posting on TikTok are super time dependent and I wouldn't pre-edit them, pre-film them too far in advance because you might just miss the relevant cultural moment. Okay, next tip is um, with regards to captions. Captions slash hashtag slash screen text. So um, that's kind of like the umbrella of this tip and that is one, hashtags are super different on TikTok versus on Instagram. With Instagram, you want to make them more niche, more specific, and then kind of like a funnel. With TikTok, you kind of want to make them broad um, just because a lot of people on TikTok are not necessarily like following niche hashtags like you are on Instagram. They're more um, people maybe stumble upon a graphic design um, video, maybe like it, and 
your video is also graphic design, but a completely different type of graphic design, but TikTok will still show both of those videos if they both tag graphic design, which increases your chances of like getting seen. Um, it's just like a different mechanism is all I'm going to say. So broader hashtags are better. So I'll tag like hashtag graphic design, hashtag design with me, um, you know, hashtag fonts, um, maybe hashtag um, day in my life versus in on Instagram, I might do like hashtag woman of color designer, hashtag, you know, women in, um, in design. I would do hashtag like NYC design, things like that, that are just a bit more niche. They, they're just completely different in terms of their function on the different platforms. So broad hashtags. Another thing is that your captions slash any screen text that you put onto like a title card, they should spark some sort of engagement or they should be additive. I would say that my captions are not like Instagram captions where you can sometimes like increase your engagement time by having a long caption or by, you know, putting the meat of your content maybe in the caption. It does not work like that with TikTok. Captions typically need to be kind of maybe short, sweet, or like snappy or um, kind of engaging in some way. LSU, I know a lot of creators like to ask um, questions for discussion, like in in their caption some people like to put some sort of contentious opinions that people can you know discuss it in the comments whatever that is just make sure that whatever you're putting um, whenever you're putting text on your screen it should be additive either for accessibility or for engagement or a hook or um information it should never really be fluffy on tiktok just because there's just not enough time um, scrolling on TikTok versus scrolling on Instagram is just completely different speeds. It's like driving down a small town road versus like on the interstate. They're just different. You're traveling different speeds and so the information that you might see on a billboard on the highway is so different from maybe like a small sign you might see on a fence on a small road, you know? So keep that in mind whenever you're thinking about what text should I put on here. Fluff is out. So those were all of my tips for TikTok. I'm going to run through them again really quickly. Um, one, quantity versus quality for the most part. Two, entertainment value or providing value is everything. Three, make sure your hook is present and visible and that it is um, within the first you know, couple seconds of your video. Another one is that trends and timing is really important. Um, planning ahead might not be your best friend. And then another one is that um, hashtags, captions, and screen text should be additive, should be providing some sort of, of impetus for engagement or for some reason for someone to stop scrolling. It shouldn't be fluffy and your hashtag should be broad enough to capture more audiences. So those are all the tips that I have for you today. I hope these were helpful and I hope they weren't too obvious. Um, I never really know if the tips that I give for social media are just like old news or if they're really helpful. So please let me know. Um, if you have any questions on anything, feel free to DM me as always at our Instagram page at the Design Diaries podcast. And I hope you enjoy. Let me know if you have any episode recommendations. I am running out of ideas, I would say. So definitely let me know if there's anything I haven't touched on yet. And yeah, that is it. Enjoy the rest of your day, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll catch you in the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Design Diaries. We'll catch you on the next episode.